and welcome back to the Talking Wolves podcast. I'm your host, Matt Cooper, and delighted to say I'm joined by the main man himself, Dave. Dave, as a party, how you doing, mate? I'm very well, mate. Thank you. Very well. How are you? Yeah, yeah, not too bad, not too bad. A bit more positive this week. I mean, it's a draw at Brentford, um, but a, a, bit, a bit more spirited than what, we, what we've seen. And that's not a Halloween pun either. You're not alone, though, are you, Dave? I'm also joined by Finn. Finn, how are you, mate? I'm good as well, thank you. Yeah, beggars can't be choosers, so good week for us all, I think, in general. Have you done something different with your hair? True, man. Uh, no effort, no effort is the thing. I've been in the gym and I just haven't, so... <laughs> You've been in the gym. What, were you, what were you working on, mate, standards, in the gym? Really. What you've been working oh, on, on in the gym, It's going to go. Oh. Oh. Um, shout out. It's, uh, you know, Les Mills. Have you heard Les Mills that do, like, body pump and um, things like that? They've started up a thing called uh, uh, Strength Development. So I thought I need to start putting some meat on the bones. So I'm trying that. But we'll see how it goes. <laughs> shout out, yeah, Les how, Mills. <laughs> how have you been getting on? All right. Well, I'm up to strength development six, and there's nine, so not quite looking Henchman. like the rock yet. But um, yeah, no. we're getting there. No. Have you? Are you taking any supplements or anything? Oh my god. No, just ch- chocolate protein powder. That's as far as we've gone so far. <laughs> One thing I would recommend is creatine, mate. It will uh, it will change the game for you. Would creatine? Yeah, change. Yeah, mate. Yeah. It makes you feel so Does much it stronger. You... No, your dick's more. Like... No, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> Well, that's Matt doesn't have to anyway, so. worry about that anyway. So. <laughs> <laughs> you can't shrink something that's already small. <laughs> can't afford to risk anymore. <laughs> no, no, it's um, it's it, it makes you feel a lot stronger. So I, I would recommend it. I would recommend okay. it after like after like a few days. Take it. Okay. I'll just take tablets. Anyway, moving on, moving on swiftly. <laughs> Joined by George. George, how you going, mate? A bit of All a right. fresh trim as well. There, looking looking nice. Yeah. No cap on today. No cap on, prisoners cut. I got told over the field earlier walking the dog, so I don't know what to say for that. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, no, so yeah, I'm really happy. That, yeah, thanks, mate. I think you know, yeah, it's going, in, but you're looking uh, very good, looking you're youthful, looking, looking like a smack. Oh, I wouldn't say that, but you are looking like a bit of a smack out here. It's your last yeah. podcast for a couple of weeks, isn't it? Yeah, I'm off on the off on my travels again, uh, this time for pleasure, not work. So, uh, yeah, this will be my. Farewell one before Crimbo. Yeah. Uh, Would you like to tell the listeners where you're going, Nice? Uh, Bogner. Uh, Bogner, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Caribbean, start planning for a wedding. So, uh, yeah. yeah. It's all getting a bit serious now, isn't it, mate? Life comes at you fast. It does, mate. It does, mate. And I'm really happy that Finn's also wearing some of my uh, my training gear as well. For anyone who's listening on Spotify or Apple, which we do have to point out, Finney's wearing a, uh, I believe it's Nike Jordan. Um, no, no, it's, it's for Jordan. I went to sign yeah. it soon. Jordan, Jordan, Jordan yeah. Russell, that is. Yeah, Jordan, Jordan Russell. Yeah, yeah. Jordan, 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 store line. Very soon with a spooky <laughs> Halloween 25% discount for all you listeners out there. <laughs> I mean, all this spooky stuff I've seen on Twitter and LinkedIn this week has been, it's wank, isn't it? There's no other word for it. Like, these aren't spooky deals. It's 15% off. <laughs> it's a grow up a little bit. Have you been doing the McDonald's one? Sorry. To, I don't, I don't I, really I've eat McDonald's, in the Yeah, this is counteracting my gym talk. But um, but they, they were doing this thing where, like, you could either take a, like, guaranteed discount. You could, like, trick or eat. And I went for the trick every nice. time, and it was just 5% off. Every time, so I got tricked seven days. I got twenty percent off Mackies today. Oh, lucky you! Well, I got five every day. Yeah, not that I bought one every day. I just went on to see what I'd get. You know what I mean? What? 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 How did you get twenty percent off, Dave? 
I don't know, Lee Bad. I think it was off that Monopoly, though, to be fair. No. So, Has anyone ever won big on the Monopoly? Uh, it's, no. all a, it's all a, it's all a scam, mate. It's all a marketing yeah, well, point, isn't it? I, um, I even tried. I went into it. So, sorry, we'll talk wolves in a bit, everyone. No, it's all right. This is on. more important. Um, <laughs> I went, there was a, when England played last, it was like the middle of Monopoly. So we stayed, we watched that in a pub in Stafford and then went to McDonald's, uh, the one in the high street. And there was a lot of like tipsy people. This is like half 10, 11. And everyone just left their Monopoly stickers everywhere. Oh, yeah. So I just hoovered them up. And I, I think I, I won like, this is probably a good 50 stickers. And I won three meal. Like I got brown and brown, like the two brown ones. And that was a free meal. Um, so if you do have enough, then. You fed the family. Can, but I didn't. Yeah, exactly. But I didn't win any hundred grands or uh, Nintendo Switches this time. But we go again. What's the big two? Park yeah, Lane. Park Lane and you've won. What's the other one? Mayfair. Mayfair. But there's, yeah, there's only two Mayfairs in, in circulation. No, well, I've got a park line. If anyone's got my fifth, the fancy uh, oh, every time, man. We'll split it. Anyone got the Mayfair? We'll split it, brothers. Millions of them every time. Oh, dearie <laughs> me. Well, I think that's enough. Um, McDonald's I talk. Disagree. There are other fast food outlets out there. Um, and we might, might talk a little bit towards the end about other more important stuff than football, but we'll be looking back at the Brentford game from last Saturday. We'll be previewing Wolves versus Brentford on Saturday. We'll be looking at our bet mate teams and then we'll be taking your questions and then maybe above all else at the end. But Dave, we'll start with you, mate. Um, Brentford on Saturday, what were your overarching thoughts coming away from that game? Were you, were you happy? Were you were you content? Were you disappointed? Uh, yeah, satisfied, I think. Um, I think it was just important that we didn't lose again. Um, I'm not saying it was positive um, after the game or on social media, but I think, every, I think everyone was sort of in the same boat. I think we know it was an improved performance on the game against Leicester. I mean, it couldn't get much worse than that, could it? Looked a little bit better, looked a little bit more up for it, sharper, more intense. So I think, you know, to come away with a point, He's not too bad. We know what Brentford are capable of as well. They've got a really good home form, to be fair. Um, I know they've had a couple of heavy defeats this season, but their form at home is really good. They've got some good players. So I think, yeah, to hopefully, you know, I think out of our last sort of three games before, uh, our last three league games before the World Cup, that was obviously the most winnable one. Uh, but I think the most important thing was to, to just get something out of the game. Hmm. Bubkar Traoré came in. Finn. How did you think he played? Yeah, in the limited bits and bobs that I saw from trying to stream it, um, I thought he looked quite good, but I got more of the second half. So that I think the general opinion online that he wasn't great first half, but from what I saw, I thought he was brilliant second half. He's very, very limmy, um, still a bit clumsy, and I think there's <laughs> like a system for like work. Comedian. <laughs> um, but yeah, he, I think he's if we can hone him down to doing what he's good at, as in just breaking up play, I don't think he's going to be raking 50-yard ball. I think you leave that to Neves for the however many months we've got him left. Um, but I think, yeah, there's a job for him there and it's something that we've really needed. So I was pretty impressed, but I was hearing that he wasn't great first half. I don't know whether any of you caught that better than I did. But. I think, I, I don't know if what you think about this, George, but I think first half, he was a little bit all over the place, a little bit, reminded me like a newborn puppy. Um, <laughs> just like, sees a ball and runs towards it. We'd give the ball away and then would like chase it up the field and leave massive gaps. Um, he, he's still really raw, isn't he? But I mean, second half, he absolutely bossed that midfield. It, it was almost as if him and Josh De Silva swapped in first half and second half because De Silva was excellent in the first. 
Yeah, he, he he made him look like Bambi on ice in the first half to need the silver when he uh, mm. sold him for a, a picnic and almost put it in the top bin. No, you know what? He's, I think you've got to be careful with some of these players that come from different leagues because it will take time to blood in and, and get in there. And I thought second half, he was very, very good. First half, he was a little bit erratic, a little bit, like you say, almost like a like a six-year-old playing football for the first time, just chasing the ball around and getting nowhere near it. But no, second half, I thought he was good. And like for me, I think... You'd look at Brentford, start the season, take away where we are in the league. I think Brentford away is one of those games where, I know we won last year, but tricky place to go. Um, I think they're a good, well-regimented team. I think Tom Frank's a good manager. And I don't think it's a bad point on the road, to be honest with you. My, own, my, only, my only thing with it is that I thought Brentford were very poor, especially in that second half as well. And I think we might kick ourselves not getting the three points again. But, you know, before the game, I would have took a draw all day long. Mm. First half though, Dave, it was it was a very very poor game of football, wasn't it? Yeah, I think it was quite scrappy as well. You know, a lot of sort of late fouls in there as well. Um, I thought it's very harsh for Samedo to get that book in as as early as he did. Bobby might um, never stink, didn't he? First made, game, yeah. Um, but I think he's always been a bit like that, uh, Bobby Madley. He's always tried to make the game about himself. And I actually remember, um, I think the one good thing God, about him is. With yeah, no, no, I, no. One good thing I think about him as a referee is that he's very, um, like he doesn't take any crap from players. Disciplined. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I remember when, I think it was when actually we beat, we lost a Wigan 4 0 in the championship, you know, a few years ago, probably under mm. Lambert, maybe. No, no. Was it Lambert or was it Zenga? No, Zenga was by Lambert. Yeah, I think yeah. it was Lambert when he came in. I remember Morgan Gibbs-White came on for the last sort of 15, 20 minutes and Madley gave a decision that Walls didn't like and Morgan was in his ear straight away and he threatened to book Morgan Gibbs-White straight away and he's right in his face. And that always, I always remember Bobby Madley for that. I don't know why. And I saw that again on Saturday and I think that's the only good thing about him as a mm. referee. But I think, yeah, he didn't really let the game flow as well as it should have done in the first half and it was very, very scrappy. Um, I think, you know, the second half could have only got better. And yeah, same with Troy Allray, like you guys were saying. I think there are going to be some elements of his game that are um, a little bit sloppy, a little bit raw. I think technically he's probably got to be not going to be the best player in the world, but I think the physical side of things is what he adds a lot to the midfield. And the second half, especially, even without Nunes, I thought the midfield three looks really well balanced. And that's something we completely lacked and missed uh, against Leicester last weekend. And I think he did all right against Palace, uh, Troy Allray. So I was surprised yeah. that he dropped for that game last weekend. I think they're just trying to manage his minutes a little bit more as well, aren't they? And there's almost like, uh, and some may say deserved, some may say weird, like loyalty to Matinho. Like, you can drop a, a stinker and still be back in the team. Or Traore can play well and Matino gets brought back in. What do you think that is, Dave? Do you think it's just managing minutes or because, I mean, what's Traore? Is he, he's 21, isn't he? Mm, he's, still, yeah. he's, still, he's still a young lad, only just turned 21. Hasn't got that much first-team football under his belt in a relegation dogfight at the minute. So, perhaps that's the reason why? Possibly. Um, it could be it could be a host of things. I think when he got subbed off against Palace, obviously he was on a booking, but I remember Steve Davis said it was almost sort of fitness related, I think, in regards to a few of them. So it, it could still be that, um, you know, trying to get up to speed with the with the Premier League. But I think he's definitely a part of that midfield. And I think he just allows a bit more freedom for the likes of Neves and, and possibly Nunes as well. Um, I know there's a lots of discussion still about Nunes, his performances and where his role should be in the team. But I think Troy Allray definitely helps out that midfield. Mm. Well, 
Finn Nunes went off um, about forty minutes, I believe. Got mm. tackled, and it was it was a good tackle, but he went he went flying. Uh, looked like looked like he popped his shoulder. Thankfully, reports suggest that he's actually okay. Um, what were your what were your thoughts on his performance in that first half? Do you, do you think he's been a, a victim of being played out of a position? Because I've seen a lot of fans probably in the last week or so questioning why we spent so much money on him because of how poor he's been. Yeah, again, I only saw bits of the first half, so maybe not best to ask. But from what I did see, um, it still wasn't fair. I think it was better than the previous few games, as in he was right up top with Costa a lot of the time, and he seemed to be a little bit deeper this time. But still not fully in the role that... I mean, he's not going to be because he's not going to be a double pivot in a 3-4-3 or whatever. But as much as we can, getting him deeper for me is, is what we've been saying the last few weeks. After initially thinking that sort of higher press up front could work, We've seen it hasn't, um, so it's looking more promising that they're slowly moving him backwards, but again, didn't particularly shine um, from what I saw. And um, and yeah, and then his, his shoulder um, popped out, then you're fearing the worst with our medicals. Even if it was hanging out, they probably told him to run it off. So um, happy that it's hopefully not too bad. Um, and if any of you saw anything that I didn't first off before he went off, I didn't see him affect the game much for a record signing. George, what were your thoughts on his performance? And this isn't me singling out, trying to stir the pot, but I think it is a talking no, point across the wider fan base. It's got. I think it's got to be now. And I think um, I had a bit of a, well, one of many rants on the podcast last week was around Nunes in his starting position. Um, yeah. And for me, it just still, it still baffled me that we, we play, you know, our record signing come with all this, you know, his reputation, let's be honest with you. Man, Pep Guardiola said he's one of the best centre midfielders in European football, if not world football at the moment. And anything that Wolves fans have seen about of Mateus Nunes, he won't get anywhere near half the Premier League teams at the moment. In my in my opinion, in terms of current form and stuff, but that is due to him playing out of position. I, I just feel like he's not a number ten, never will be a number ten, and the, I just it, it baffles me why we keep trying to like shoehorn him in there because. We won't see the best of him and stuff will happen like you say now the fans are starting to turn on him, but we haven't given him we're not we haven't given him we're not playing him in his best position. Like so we like given him that platform, have we to showcase? No, no, no. And it's like um you know, fans are clamoring now saying he's a bit of a you know, our question should I say is a bit of a waste of money. I'd argue it is a waste of money if you're playing him out of position. Mm. I'd argue it is a waste of money that you spend forty five million pounds on a Central midfield that you try and play in a number ten, but you know, I can't imagine he signed for Wolves knowing that he was going to be shoehorned out of position. I know people might say, well, you know, he's a professional footballer; he should be able to play anywhere. Granted, he, can, he should be able to, but we all know it. Anyone's played football, like you know, you, you know, you play out of position. It's positions, it's angles. It's just, it's just not natural, and. Um, you can tell that in his game as well. It just doesn't seem like he's naturally, you know, he's not flowing. It just feels like everything's thought about and mechanic. He's like running like mechanically mm-hmm. in positions. It just doesn't feel like mm-hmm. we're watching Nunes from sporting. You've got, be, you've got to be cute to play that role. It's like body yeah. positioning is completely different. Um, the way you receive the ball, it's you're probably going to get a lot less time on the ball too. Whereas I think personally, he's best in a in that in a two driving with the ball. And then giving it to giving it to a number ten, which unfortunately we don't have in the team. Uh, Pedence is probably the the closest to it, but still not entirely convinced that 
he's uh, he's the man for that because his, his decision making's all wrong. He needs to know and release the ball. He's and that's why he's not that big of a threat because he's just he, the simple things he doesn't do well, but the theatrical stuff and and, and all the, the the flicks and that they look great when they come off. But it just needs to just make better decisions, and I think you can say that for most of the squad. There's too much hesitancy, and I think that comes with confidence anyway. But it's just it's just completely the, the wrong decision every single time, or the right decision, but two or three actions after it should have been, which you know teams are back in back in the shape and stuff. But um, Dave, let's talk about the goal first. Ben, me, what a finish! What a wonderful finish! But <laughs> yeah, I, I don't I don't want to sound too Brexit, but I think Kilman and Tomato should be chucking themselves at that ball. I feel like they yeah. might have. I think I think yeah I think they'll be I think the team as a whole will be disappointed with the defending. Um, I think he was allowed a little bit too much time to obviously pull off the the acrobatics, let's say. But yeah, for a set half to be pulling off a finish like that, uh, you can't take much away from that. But Wolves have got to be defending it better. And you know when you're struggling, um, the last thing you want to be doing is conceding from set pieces as well. You want to be at least organised, you know. So that 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 was frustrating to see. Um, but yeah, to be fair to Ben Mir, a, a top top finish. I'm surprised more clubs didn't go for him. To be fair, when Bernie went down, um, was he on a free as well? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. a lot of people talk about Tarkovsky, but I think Ben Mir's equally as decent as him. Yeah, big talks, yeah, big talk, talks, talks, yeah. talksy boy. <laughs> I think it's not it's not a popular choice, so is it? Because I, I think when you've seen how well I well, say well how Tarkovsky's done at Everton with Cody, if you look at actual like. Um, Pickford's performance, I think that tells a bigger picture of all that. But yeah, I don't mm. think it was a popular, um, it would be a popular choice, especially for, for teams um, in the Premier League, just because of the brand of football he's used to playing. But Finn, talk about that, that goal, obviously an accomplished finish by a bloke who hasn't scored many goals, um, which is typical of Wolves. But do you think they could have defended better? Yeah, it would have hurt a lot less if that was Tony or something, wasn't it? It was just the fact that it was, yeah, a bicycle kick from Ben Meal, half bicycle kick hurt more. I think, I mean, we've been done on a, a clearly practice set piece. They had the 3v2, didn't they, from the very start of it? So um, so you sort of were worried straight away. I don't know whether whether you can afford to drag that many men out to cover. Like, I think they got us in a pretty, pretty good position from the start, and then it's just fortunate with the finish. Um, I haven't, again, I haven't seen it back because we didn't win, so I don't like to watch them back. Um, but I, I don't know who was in permission in the position to throw themselves at it. But yeah, if you're saying somebody don't kill me, got to die. Yeah, <laughs> got to die for it. So, um, so you yeah, but it was just you know you're going to get a free yeah. kick if it's a high foot. You're going to get a free kick. Yeah, good point. yeah, yeah, exactly, yeah. <laughs> but I don't know. I don't know. I'd, I'd I'd like to think that if it was someone like Collins there, maybe they would have they would have chucked themselves at it. You mentioned Tony there, Finn. He was a player that I think we all highlighted on the last podcast in a rich vein of form, potentially looking to get on the plane to Qatar. I thought that Collins and Kilman, Jordan, did an absolute number on him. And I, I thought for large parts of the game, especially Collins, they were excellent. Yeah, I think they kept him quiet. And, um, you know, you know my feelings about Nathan Collins anyway. Um, yeah. you know, as a player and again he's another one that comes in for, he's been calling for stick and I just I still don't get it personally but we kept him quiet and you know he's he's in form he's, he's likely to go to the World Cup you know whether or not he'll even step foot on the pitch 
at the World Cup. You know, he's in a rich vein of form. I think he's a good player. We all we all know that, and we'd we'd absolutely love an Ivan Tony up front for Wolves. At the we minute. could have had him, mate. We could have had him. We could have had him. We could have had years him. ago. We could have had him. We could have had Callum Wilson's a few. We could have had. Um, and yeah, it's one of those things, isn't it? It's you know, I thought we, I thought on the whole we defended pretty well, and yeah, like I say, Collins, Kilman, I thought they were solid in in all in all truth, and I think that going back to what you were saying about the Ben Me goal, you know, yeah, it's hindsight's a wonderful thing, isn't it? With like, you know, Kilman probably it's only like probably half a step here or there, but sometimes you've got to put your hand up to that. It's, you know, it's just a bit of a, it's a good finish, isn't it? Let's be honest with you. And I feel like we defended, like Finn said, it was three on two. I think we, I think we defended that bit quite well as well. It's just one of those things. It was just, it, it, like, that, one, that Ben Mee, like, kicks thin air if we've won three on the bounce. Like, it's just one of those things that, you know, it would have to score, a, like a bicycle scorpion kick against Wolves, wouldn't it? It's just one of those things. But, um, yeah, it, you know, it's, um, it's a good point in it again. Like I says, it's it's a good goal, but you know, it's a good point. And Ruben rescued it for us. I think you could even argue as well those almost second phases of set pieces are potentially harder to defend against than the first phase, just because of the you haven't got a clear sight of the ball. There's a lot of moving parts, players out of positions, which is why I don't necessarily mind the short corners if they're executed properly, which we haven't been able to do for since I've been in nappies. It feels like. Which was, which, which was last week. Um, <laughs> um, but Dave, when that goal goes in, I think I even tweeted, well, we know that's the game set and match. Feared the worst, mm. didn't you? Think Wall, the last time Wolves managed to um, come back from a from a, a being, well, it was two goals down against Aston Villa, come back and win a game. Um, was in Aston Villa, I believe, up this time last year, a few yeah. weeks ago last year. Mm. Did you fear the worst? Yeah, yeah. Well, as soon as that goal went in, you know what? Actually, it was um, it was a bit of an awkward timing because I was at work till four o'clock, so I watched the first half at work, and I was sort of in the car on the way home. Um, as I turned the radio on, as I turned the radio on, it was a David Ryers punch in the air, and I thought, oh, flipping heck! Have like Brentford, have we scored here? And, and Ben Mees volleyed, volleyed, volleyed it in, and I thought he scored an own goal. Because it's one nil Brentford. I was like, fuck's sake. Why would I was Ryan be punching you? No, I thought he was like, angry, you know. Um, I was listening to BBC WN, the dulcet tones of Steve Herman and Ryan Lester. Um, and yeah, as I pulled up at home, is when Neves scored the goal. And you know what? I, you know, someone said Neves scored. That goal is literally what I would imagine the goal to be side of your foot, outside the area, nice little bit of curl to it. Uh, so when I saw it, when I got back in, watched the sort of the last 40 minutes of the game, um, yeah, really, really pleased. And obviously good work by Troy Ray, sort of kept it in Dan on the, on the byline. Uh, Samado knocks it on. I think it's Troy Ray as well. Uh, Bubakar got a little dummy mm. to it as well. Yeah. Um, and a yeah, lovely, it, lovely goal. I thought it was a dummy because I was like, that's a really good bit of play. And I've watched it back and like, it's almost like Neves just like screamed at him, like leave it. And he's yeah. like, bit, Troy's a bit like, huh? Huh? Like trying to shield the ball, it's, it's, I don't think it's a dummy. Yeah. Um, but you, are, it was just nice, Dave, to see a bit of a bit of fight straight away after conceding. Like it, yeah. as we've seen so many times, I mean, obviously conceded first a lot in in, in recent times. You can well, see the, the players, the players' attitude and demeanor uh, drops. But to have an instant reply, I think is. Um, 
it's showing that bit of character and it, and it would be Neves who scored. It was not going to be yeah. anyone else. Well, the, the longer the game goes on, the longer the game goes on as well without scoring a goal, you know, Brentford's defensive line is going to get deeper and deeper. They're going to frustrate us a bit more, time waste a bit more. And, you know, against a deep defensive line, we're not going to score a goal. So it was important that we got that just to give us, I know we didn't get all three points, but to give us half a chance of doing that, I think we had, we had to sort of get a goal as quick as we could. And yeah, you couldn't pick out a, a much better goal than that. Finn, you could see how much it meant to uh, Nevis when he, when he was wheeling away. I know on, on commentary they said, I don't think he's blinked once during that celebration. <laughs> he probably, he, he, it sounds like you are, but he do, he's the one who get, gets it, isn't he? He's just one, he's, he's walls through and through, and he's probably going to go in potentially January or definitely end of the summer. But you can just yeah. see how, how much this is killing him. Yeah, enjoy it while we can. But long haired, angry Neves is. Made me question my sexuality. He was, yeah, it's a, it's a sight. Um, so, yeah, but yeah, you can see it in his face and even the, the interview after as well. It's, it's never going to be one. If he does go, then you wish him the best, don't you? He's, he's not throwing the towel in or anything like that. He's stayed arguably, what, three years too long? So, like, we're honoured to have had him this long. So, yeah, if he does go, maybe one or two more bangers um, for, for old time's sake. Then again, he might only have two more games. Might no, there's a few before Christmas, after Christmas, isn't there? Three. So, yeah, so, yeah, maybe one or two more goals for old time's sake and then, um, yeah, wave him off onto that plane. But, yeah, not not ready for it yet. No, I'm, I'm not ready for it either. Hmm. Definitely not. What were your thoughts on it, Jude? Nice to see a bit of fight back. Yeah, it was. Normally we fold like a uh, suit from George, don't we? Like, it's just like, we <laughs> go one down and we go three down. Um no, it's good. Like I say, he took the goal well. I think it helped the how quickly we actually scored after they, like Dave sort of alluded to, that, that, that defensive block would have got lower and lower. And I mean, Diego Costa ain't running behind anyone, is he? Let's be honest with you. Um, so it just would have been one of those frustrating 1 0 defeats. So, no, look, he took his goal well. You know, I mean, you can tell it, you know, the club means a lot to him. And um, like I say, he does get it, which is. Going to make it more, even more difficult for when he does go, whether that be January, whether that be the summer. Um, he, he owes us nothing, does he? Let's be honest with you. He owes us nothing. Okay. Go to Ableton. I just hope we get a decent price for him because the rumours are like £25 million and all this sort of stuff at the minute just stink for me. Um, but time will tell anyway. Yeah, you know, we'll see how, what happens. It, 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 it does stink, but. You got to look at the contract situation as well, haven't you? If he doesn't sign a new deal, he's only got say at the end of the summer, he's got one year left. I don't think you're going to get more than thirty million pound. If that, yeah. it's one of those things, isn't it? I think if you look at it, like what did and I know there's English tax on Calvin Phillips went to Man City for what forty-five, fifty, was it? Mm-hmm. It's like you can't tell me you can't tell me Calvin Phillips is a better footballer than Ruben Neves. You know what I mean? And the contract situation was very similar when at the time that Phillips went to City. I just feel like we need to be... I think we should be getting 30, north of 35, to be honest with you, still, even even if we went in the summer. But maybe we are a bit biased and uh, it will go on the cheap. But, you, can, yeah. you can just tell, though. Like, and I've got mates who support various clubs around around the country and they always say, like, and it's not just because of his goals. It's like, you can just tell he's like, he's just a cut above anyone we've got. Like, in terms of how calm he is. And you'll always find that good players will find space on the ball. And he's 
he's that personified. He's always got space. He's always in the right position. Defensively, he's, he's excellent. I think that's a part of his game that really goes under the radar. Passing yeah. ability. The only thing he, he lacks is mobility. But I think he makes up for that with his um, defensive positioning. So it's going to be going to be a difficult one to, to replace. And he's not irreplaceable. Um, but it all depends whether you put the, put the faith in the club to, to find an adequate replacement. I think after the last year or so, the last two or three years, so in fact, I'll suggest not. But before we move on to preview the Brighton game, Dave, Diego Costa, what is he doing? What on earth is he doing? Not a clue. It's just pure stupidity, man. Like, the thing is, he had an all right game as well. Second oh, half, he, cre- well. he created a couple of half chances. There was one at 1-1 one, at one as well where he just turned a pace past Ben Mee and forced a really decent save from Raya. Um, and you know what? It would have been it would have been interesting if, obviously, he'd scored the goal at the death uh, when Ben Mee was on the floor. I think he had the header that went wide as well. But when it shows the replays, what on earth is he doing, man? There's just literally no need. And it just puts, it puts walls almost back to square one because the whole reason we signed him was to get out of this situation with no striker. And we've still got no striker. And then he does that. Um, so for him, obviously he's going to miss all the, the next three games before Christmas, a nice little Christmas break for him. Um, but yeah, it, it frustrated, mate. Uh, and I think we all knew with Costa, he's coming back to the Premier League with VAR. It wasn't if he was going to get sent off, it was going to be when is he going to get sent off. And, uh, unfortunately it's then thankfully it's not cost us a game, but it's going to put us in a really difficult and let's say intriguing situation for the next few games, because It'll be interesting to see, obviously, who, who uh, Steve Davis plays up top. Mm, like, big opportunity for the likes of Wang, even Gedge, Chem Campbell. Even Jimenez. If, yeah. if, if, if Jimenez dramatically comes back, we don't know what's going on with him, unless Finn's got some he's ne- he's, ne- he's never going to play for Wolves again, I'm pretty... <laughs> yeah, I, don't know, I don't know anything, but that's the feeling I'm getting. It's bits, uh, it will come on to it because someone's asked a question about it, but it stinks. It absolutely mm. stinks. Finn, have you heard anything? <laughs> Uh, uh, no, but the new Mexico kit comes out next week, uh, and I'm like, is it worth getting? Is he going to play again? You know, that really sucks. Oh, we'll play. You'll be at the World Cup. Play Mexico, mate. Oh yeah, yeah. I know, but I just made. I'm not going to buy loads of Mexico stuff. For, I don't know. Although I did try a uh, mezcal last week in unrelated news, so that's horrendous. Um, but I'm getting trying to wean off my Mexican stuff. But yeah, horrendous. But no, I haven't heard anything um, that you actually want to know. Um, Who did you who did no. you try the the, the mezcal off? Um, I don't know whether you saw the video where Le- Leeds last year where some Mexicans came over and then Jimenez got sent off. Um, mm. They brought me loads of stuff in like a little care package. They brought me Mexico shirt and then this mezcal called like Summit Lobos. Um, so it's like a Mexican wolf mezcal. It's, it's, have you ever had it? It's just, it's like smoke. It's really, really strange. You'll have to come over soon because I'm not going to finish it. You can try it. What, wait, it's, sorry, um, what is this? You're, 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 what is you're it? pissing in the wind if you're asking Dave to come over and finish a beer, by the way. <laughs> oh, beer. It's not a beer. It's, nah, like it's a, the spirit, it's isn't like it? It's like a, spirit, like a tequila, but it just disappears. It? Yeah, it just disappears in your mouth. It's like you like liquid and then just turns to like smoke in your mouth. It's horrible. But thank you very much for the bottle. Apparently, it's very expensive. Mm. No, so that's, that's the Jimenez no. news, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> so, Lee, Lee, Leeds fans who were Mexican came over for the game. Sorry, no, Mexican guys came over to watch him uh, as, but he got sent off after 50, 50 minutes. Mm. Um, yeah, cruel, that's nice of him, though. But you're not, you've yeah, not heard anything. Not heard anything from the uh, the Jimenez family about what's happening. 
No, just that his brother's doing quite well on foot champs. That's all I've got. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, mate, what is your are always and ears on the ground and all you think you're finding out is who's packed in his bloody foot champs rewards. He loved my Neymar. I said, oh, you got the exclusive on that one. Pack Neymar, everyone. Anyway, yeah, no, I've got nothing. Sorry to keep diverting. Okay. George, I'm going to come to you for some insight because Finn's obviously <laughs> not capable of it. Got to be somewhere, some, somewhere. Yeah. Um, Diego Costa head, but 34 years of age, you think he would have stopped this petulance by now, wouldn't you? You would, yeah. And it's what, and um, it's the sort of red card that grinds my gears because if you're going to get sent off, like, if you're going to get sent off for it, you might as well actually drop the, the nut on him. You know what I mean? If you're actually going to well, do I it... I think he did, to be honest. I mean, he gave it a good nah, go. But... I've watched it back today. And, like... It, it was intent, but we don't connect with him. not connect with him. Mm. No, yeah, Ben Mee goes down like a, a limp dick. And I, I don't blame him, honestly, because Costa <laughs> give him the excuse to go over. Which is what I just think, you know what, if you're going to do stuff like that, like, actually do it. You know what I mean? And he's let us down. Like, we knew it could happen, but he's completely let us down. Like... Straight away, I was like, "Oh, I messaged him one on WhatsApp group saying, oh, he just fancies going back to Rio de Janeiro uh, for for Christmas.' You know, he's he'll be on the plan. I'm I'm surprised. I'll be surprised if he's at Compton. I I reckon he's back now in Brazil already, sunning himself up. Um, so it's just uh, no, maybe not. Maybe I'm being uh, talking a bit. You know, playing devil's advocate there, but I do. Th- you know, it's just when we've got a striker crisis and then he goes and does that. It's just. And the, the the thing is, I actually thought he was really lively in that second half as well. Mm. Um, it turns like a tank, like he's ter- got a turn circle of a tank. But he, you know, he's getting in good positions, and I don't know. It's just he's let us down, and like again, like I clamoured for it after the Leicester game. I think Huang and Gedge deserve a, a go in this team because there hasn't been a lot of showing uh, so far. So, be interested to see what he does on the weekend. So he might even bring in is it Fraser, is it from the under twenty? Uh, that'd be a massive risk. He might be on the bench, to be fair. Yeah, bring him in the squad. We've literally got no one. So did you scored again tonight. Mm. Over him or um Tyler Roberts. But I don't know if he, he might be mm. injured, to be fair. Roberts is rapid though. Probably you've a bit got, well built. You've got players there though who can who can still play as a as a centre forward, yeah, obviously makeshift like Pedence, like Huang, like Gedge. But it's just it's just annoying, isn't it? Because now we're out of striker for the next three games before the World Cup. I don't I don't believe that he's done it because I know I know you don't obviously you won't right. be serious, but people are saying oh he just wants to he wants to break before Christmas. Well he's gonna have he's gonna have that anyway. So hmm. it's not like it's a congested fixture period over Christmas and you might get sent off before Boxing Day, so you've got the new new year as well. But he's literally coming back for Boxing Day, so I'm not sure. But it's just frustrating. It's just it's just so immature, you know, and he's meant to be one of your senior players, and he's dropping a nut on people. You know, before before this, I don't know why this is just coming in my head. Last time we had like a proper striker uh, crisis, I think it was Kenny Jacket Championship days, yeah. And we played Danny Graham and Rajiv Van Lepara up front for a match. Mm. I'm sure I don't know why. I, I'm sure Van Lepara got sent off, dropping an elbow on someone. That's I'm making mm. it. No, I think it, no, no, no. I, I don't know. If, Sheffield Wednesday away, I went to, I'm sure. And I, I'm sure Van Lepar and Danny Graham started up front. I'm going to have to Google this. Hmm. But more I think about it, I don't think he did get sent off. <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm searching it, mate. Van Lepar, a red card. 
It got overturned by the referee. Bournemouth. Was it against Bournemouth? Yeah. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Well, Wolves are... Um, well, they can try and appeal the red card. I'd strongly suggest them not appealing the red card. <laughs> um, I mean, Dave, would it, would it go to four games if they appeal it? Or is it just it just stays at three? Nah, I think it... Uh... I don't think so. I think it'll be it'll be free anyway. It'll be free. It'll be three games. Game yeah. So he's gonna miss obviously the bright game, the Leeds game in the cup, and the Arsenal game. When's the um, next round of the League Cup after Leeds? If we get through, is it oh, before World Cup? It, no, it's before Boxing Day. Yeah, it's no. before Boxing Day. Yeah, it's not twenty-first. Oh, yeah. It's like literally two, three days after the final. Yeah, unreal. Oh, flip it! I'm in New York. I, did, I thought there was literally no football between the final and Boxing Day. <laughs> they sat in the travel agents. Now. <laughs> not going to miss much. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It'd only be yeah, Norwich yeah. away or whatever. I wouldn't worry. Yeah. By that time, though, if we get a new manager, we'll all be chomping at the bit to go to the game. So yeah, that's mm. if we get through. I suspect we probably won't. Um, <laughs> just before we move on to the Brighton game, as you all will have, would have known if you listened to last week's podcast, I'm bet, mate, none of us selected a single Wolves player. Um, and I think that may be one of the reasons why we all missed out. Jordan missed out on winning £1.50 by half a point, so unlucky there, mate. Um, but a dismal effort from all of us. But, Jordan, I understand you may have had a bit of a bit of a win in midweek. He's back. He's got his mojo. I've got Is my mojo. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. It never leaves you, mate. It never leaves you. So, um the Fulham Everton game. Um actually no, let's no, let's go back. Sorry, Monday night football, West Ham Bournemouth, whilst we're recording the podcast. Yeah. Come second, got £115.50. Bash. Uh, add Kurt Zuma and the suit check. And then uh yeah, the cat kicker. And then um even Saturday, I'll come eleventh in Fulham Everton. I've got eleven pound fifty. So I'm on a bit of form at the minute. Just ro- just rolling in. Love, love the guys at Betmate. They love me as well. Bit of passive income for you, mate. Yeah, <laughs> I, might, I might retire soon. <laughs> to be fair, you're nearly at, nearly at the age, so perfect. Set yourself up for that one. I know. Yeah, it's um, no, it's, um, no, it's going well. Just hope I just need to be in one of these walls ones. I don't think I've cashed in any of the walls ones yet. So. Yeah, I think a win's coming soon. You know what that may be? It may be because you're thinking too emotionally. Whereas yeah, that's you're the picking thing. other teams, you, you, you're thinking you're thinking rationally where your emotions get involved when you're thinking when you're Captain Hugo Bueno. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but you think... That's a stroke of genius, to be fair. <laughs> Almost. It's always been that like bias clouds your judgment because I put Wolves players in and then the one time we don't, they've done all right. Like I think Samedo did well on like interceptions, tackles, so... Yeah. Everyone, what yeah, we should do is actually like next time it's just a walls versus whoever pot all of us put the other team on because it's a win-win situation then walls win yeah. we're all happy the other team win we win money so yeah i've got a mate who does that um if ever he's an everton fan he will it will put like um 30 pound on the other team winning and then cover the draw and he's like well if everton wins i'm happy i know i've lost money but it's like my weekend cannot be ruined so <laughs> Maybe maybe some some food for thought, but Dave Saturday Wolves versus Brighton. Brighton a, a, a real tough team. Obviously lost the manager in Graham Potter, but have made an adequate replacement. Hmm, who'd have thought that? Oh, um, take note, Wolves beat Chelsea four one at the weekend, but before that hadn't won a game in five. Potentially the win against Chelsea is a bit of an anomaly. Players fired up because because Potter's left. But can Wolves get a result here? 
Well, if, if the team we know and the quality of the player that we know Wolves have got actually turn up, there's no, you know, we can get a result. Was it this? Was it last season when they smashed us at Molyneux? Was it four? Finn, I went with you that game, didn't I? Yeah, was it? I think it was, was it three or four? It could have been four, you know. I think, yeah. yeah. It was an, well, whatever it was. I know we got battered by them. So, um, they're one of those teams, yeah. Brighton. I think, you know, this season they've really stepped it up. You know, even before Potter left, they, were, they started the season really well. I caught a couple of their games. I think they played on a Sunday against Leicester and were just phenomenal. Um, but yeah, they've they really, you know, got the team ticking so quick on the counter, like, you know, getting the ball forward. And they've got some good players. I think Trossard's having a really solid season. Pascal Gross in terms of getting goals as well. So, yeah, it's going to be a difficult game for sure for Wolves. Um, I think we can get a result. I think, again, if we can come away with this, with a point, I think that'd be, be great. All three. That would be phenomenal because we put ourselves in a really decent position of possibly sneaking out the bottom three before the World Cup. Mm, yeah, um, they 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 have stepped. I know, like you said, in the last five, they've only won one, but they do look like a a team who they were always known as the XG kings, weren't they? About actually scoring mm. goals, and it looked like well, even, they still haven't got a proper th- number nine, really. No. That guy well, Beck, respect yeah. that guy. That guy, well, we going to the World Cup apparently. Uh, <laughs> yeah, maybe he's a fan, but the, yeah. but you've got players like Trossard who before wasn't prolific, but this season Finn has has, has been just that. Like Dave said, Pascal Gross as well from from midfield coming up with goals. Mm-hmm. It's going to be a, a real tough test. But do you think Wolves? Do you think Wolves can do it? Yeah, before the weekend, I was actually looking at this one quite confidently. I saw a quote from the the new manager saying. It was something about, oh, it's Sassuolo. I had players that knew how to score because I think he had like Skamaka that's now at West Ham. Um, Berardi. And the other geezer. Yeah. 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 And um, did they have Raspadori as well that's doing well? But anyway, uh, but he said at Brighton, um, I don't have that. So it felt like, yeah, they're going back to, as you say, like the XG Kings not finishing. Felt I could slightly relate to them and maybe we'd like get lucky if we can we can uh, finish one and maybe they can't for once, maybe roll reversal um, in a Wolves game. But yeah, they, they looked brilliant at the weekend. I caught them on match of the day because they were first on. And um, yeah, so, I mean, it was albeit two own goals that you could say it was fortunate. And you say um, with them feeling like getting revenge and like Cucurello had a stinker. So um, the reverse can happen. Maybe it'll be a bit more of a normal setting and give us hope at the weekend. But yeah, I've just checked, Dave. It was three. Um, proper did as that game. And I don't think the manager's changed too much in terms of tactics and, uh, and formation. So yeah, I was feeling confident, but they did look very sharp at the weekend. I think I'll probably take a draw again, but sooner or later, we're going to have to start getting a few wins. Mm, especially with Arsenal lose. He's Arsenal last game before the World Cup, isn't it? Yeah. You saw what they did to relegation candidates at the weekend, absolutely torn to pieces after um, Forrest's inspired performance get Liverpool came crashing mm. back down to earth. But yeah, Trossard mm. on seven goals is the fifth fifth leading goal scorer in the league, but Ivan Tony's fourth, we managed to keep him quiet. Mitrovic third, he managed to keep him quiet. And Harlan Topper, we didn't quite manage to keep quiet. <laughs> <laughs> but, George Costa, not available through suspension, because he's a twat. Who would you play up top? I think I said it, George. I'd play Huang and Gedge off him. Um, I think, I, I really like Brighton. I think, the the appointment with Deserby was really good as well, and I think that I, I was reading something about Brighton because I've quite I just I just like a lot about what they do and stuff as a football team, and um, 
their, their, their chairman was one of the first people on XG philosophy and stuff um, in terms of like the XG model. Um, but what I read an article about what he came out with in The Athletic a few weeks ago. It said when they hired Potter, they already had a shortlist of three or four managers mm. to succeed him. That's what I said on TalkSports. It's future-proofing, isn't it? Yeah, the future-proof. So that they almost then, they already knew about Deserve. He was already on the list. And then and now they're probably going for that same thing again. Like, we've probably got Jeff Shee writing on the back of a Pringles can. Bruce Pardew, Allardyce, uh, Mark Hughes. Who knows what else he's got on there? It's just, I think they're just a proper football club. I think, you know, they've, they've built it up well. Good team. They play good football. Um, it's going to be a difficult game, but they do lack goals or that natural goal scorer. And Welbeck hasn't scored a goal all season. I think he was injured on the weekend. And um, Sol Morpay, they've got this undavin who I don't think they rate at all. So He scored a lot of goals last season, though, didn't he? Is he the lad who was on loan in Germany? Yeah. No, but, Belgium. Yeah. Belgium, sorry. But I don't think he's he's German, though, isn't he? Yeah, yeah. It's Brighton owned the team that he was on loan at, I think. They did the same. They won the league. Was it? Yeah, yeah, mate. They got promoted from the second division and then won the league. And then, yeah, that's right. Paul Paul Barber, isn't it? Who runs at Brighton. But isn't it? He's a maths whiz anyway, isn't he? So he knows all. It's their grasshoppers, basically, that they got him from. But yeah, they they won the league. It was mad. Yeah. So, like I say, they've got their own problems with scoring goals at front. But I just think the best way to try and. To play them is we've got Fang, we've got Gedge, you've got Pedent, you've got Adama. I just think just try and hit them on the break. That's that's what Wolves have been good at whilst we're in the Premier League. Counter-attacking football, we've got players on the break who can hurt them. And there's going to be times in this game on the weekend where they're going to hurt us in terms of possession and they're, you know they're a good team. So I think you've got to sort of sit in a little bit and pick your moments. And you know, there's no reason why we can't get a result against them at all. I just think um but say you need to lay traps and, and, and take some chances for a change. That'll be a nice thing to see. Dave, they've got mm. two giants at the back in, in Webster and Dunk. So perhaps it may not be the game for um a big lump like Costa up front. Perhaps it's some some you know, perhaps call for a bit more fluidity. I know we're not like clutching at straws, maybe those 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 balls in between centre half and full back where we might find some joy rather than playing to a focal point. We were, we're going to have to. We're going to have to find some joy. Now, that's where I pinpoint where we might be able to those balls in in down the side. Mm. Yeah, no, I think um, you know. Sorry, just seeing your messages. Um, I think players like Huang, you know, got a point to prove. Almost, you know, we haven't really seen much of him since the the game against Newcastle, and he got a lot of stick for that. Um, and, and Gedge as well. I mean, if they're fit, even if they can only last sort of 60, 65 minutes. I think let's throw them in, you know, um, like George said, a 4-2-3-1 of sorts, maybe. Um, does that mean you drop Gedge uh, and have Bubakar and Neves, or do you keep Neves and uh, Gedge in that, uh, in Neves, fucking Nunes, sorry. Not, no, 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 Mateus, yeah. yeah, Mateus, sorry, sorry. Uh, Mateus and uh, Neves in the midfield. Because um, I think you'd have to drop, obviously, Troy or Ray or Nunes or Mateus or whatever. Um if you're going with a four-two-three-one, so I think there's an opportunity there for somebody. Um, be really interesting to see what happens, though. Um, and I, but without ruining it, obviously got the question shortly. But just screams that Wolves need to get an, a striker in. Um, the only other man I think that they could possibly introduce is someone like Leo Bonatini. Whoa! <laughs> there you are. Was, Any was, more news was... on him, Finn? 
I don't, no, it's not. I haven't got like an inside track to Bonatini. That was just one thing I heard. But no. yeah, I, I, you forget he's still around. He didn't go anywhere, did he? He don't even train though, does he? With the car, what is he doing with his life? What? Well, it sounds like a great life. If he's Premier League wage. He's on yeah, about thirty grand a week, you know. So yeah. gaffed. That's what happened with Paul Gladden, though, wasn't it? When he got like outed, no one signed him. I swear they told him never to turn up for training. He was just in <laughs> the shift like, all the time. Yeah, I just think he was paid like thirty. So he got, he got. A, I'm sure he got. Um, he was still in the books when he got promoted, wasn't he? Yeah, Paul Gladden. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I think, I think he got a promotion bonus of about a quarter of a million quid. <laughs> you know what? As well, um, I, I, for you lot, how much do you reckon someone like Bakary Saka was on at the time? What year would he have been? Like 20, was it 2013, 2012, 2013? Yeah, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, Saka was on 40 grand a week in the championship, apparently. Mm. And he was there like, he's getting people it. pissed off talking to him because obviously their wage was like nothing compared to someone like Sacco. It was absolutely mad. <laughs> but he probably would have had an even uh, a, a, a reduction going into League One. Yeah, League One, I assume he wouldn't have been that, obviously. Yeah. But... Well, I was going to say, well, who knows? Because there's no way that's when Sacco signed... We just come down from the Premier League, and there's no way he relegation was like, wage drop. Yeah, we'll do like a double, like another relegation wage drop. I think, no, that, I no, think that's, they, part, they, that's bread and butter. I think in a yeah. contract, anyway. No, but to, down we're saying that coming down to the championship, would you risk paying a player 40 grand a week? Boy, He's never stepped yeah. foot in England before. I imagine Bakari was on. Yeah. Do you remember when yeah. we tried to sign that Chinese player league one day, <laughs> mate? Don't even. <laughs> oh my days. But I, I can't believe I spent basically. I don't know if I ever told you, Finn and you, when we were struggling in the championship. There was like a rumor, on, it must have been a dingle day. We walls are uh, walls are looking at this lad from China, League One. And like, <laughs> Innocent young Dave, I was on Google for ages typing in li space gwan. I was like, Who is this League One? League One, like, who could it be? And then it took me, I was like, Oh, for fuck's sake. Yeah, <laughs> well, I can't. We we'll use that for an Albion fan. Seen you boys are linked with that Chinese lad, who League One. <laughs> <laughs> I, I remember, and again, innocent, um, innocence of youth about when we saw Yellow Van Dam. Yeah, and someone was saying like he does like action movies as well. And I saw him oh, on his left back, and he's like, apparently, he's like, he's a maniac, like, he, he does Taekwondo, Jiu Jitsu. Um, and I, I didn't realize until like maybe a couple of years later, Claude. it was obviously Claude Van Damme, isn't it? But... <laughs> <laughs> so, you're not, you're not alone, Dave. You're not alone, but I would have been a, a lot younger then. I mean, mm. how, how many years ago was that now? What the Van League Damme. One? No, I mean, obviously, Van Damme was Van like four Damme. years before <laughs> League One. Yeah. So. Van, Damme, Van Damme was the season we actually went down, wasn't he? Because he came and then said he was homesick yeah. after about three months, then he moved to LA, didn't he? Yeah. <laughs> I think he went back to Belgium for a bit and then went to America. Yeah, he did. He went standardly yeah. Asia, didn't he? Yeah. Yeah. Mm. shit anyway. Um, right then, chaps, before we move on to the questions, let's preview the Betmate pot 
for the weekend's game. So it's a Saturday, 3 p.m. again. So it's £3 in and your chance to win a share of £600. You got to uh, you, you get the pick between Forest, Brentford, Man City, Fulham, Leeds, Bournemouth and Wolves, Brighton. Um, if you've not signed up to bet, mate, yet, you can do so by using the link in the description. If you do place a cash bet, you'll get £5 in free bets. Of course, with all this, please gamble responsibly. But I'm now going to take you through my team. So, I had a bit of a think earlier, and I thought I've got to involve a Wolves player because it bit me on the backside last weekend, and I'm feeling slightly more positive. So, I've gone with Mesley in goal um, after his performance against uh, Liverpool. I thought it was excellent. Ben Mee and Adam Webster. And we've got Pedence in the middle with vice-captain KDB, and I think this is going to be probably a regular theme throughout. Um, and I've captained Haaland if he's fit, and then I've got Trossard up top. So, two Brian players, one Wolves player, but most importantly, two captain and vice-captain Man City players because they play Fulham. Dave, mm. who have you gone for, mate? Yes, similar-ish sort of team. I've gone with uh, David Ryer in goal again, Forrest away. Uh, ben Mee as well with Samada. Actually, I've gone with at the back. Um, I've backed Bubba Carter in the midfield as well with uh, Kevin De Bruyne as vice, Haaland as captain, and I've gone with Trossard as well up front. Finn, would you like to talk us through your team? I would love to. Um, very similar again on the the Haaland and De Bruyne captain and vice captain. But I've got Robert Sanchez in goal, um, just because if Wolves are popping shots from twenty yards, it's good for the save points um, and obviously the clean sheet. Uh, I've gone Strout just because <laughs> they sometimes flame a little bit further forward to maybe a few more interceptions, etc. Against Bournemouth, uh, Samedo who did well last week. Gone for Morgan Gibbs-White, one of our own, um, against Brentford. I don't know whether he'll even start because I only got hooked early against Arsenal. Um, might be because of the yellow, and then I've got Trossard. Uh, sorry, De Bruyne, and then Trossard and Haaland. And one I'm monitoring, just as an outside shout, is uh, speaking of Belgium as well and that team that Undav came from. They brought in the other guy called Mitoma, and he looked really good against Chelsea's down as a midfielder. Um, a little nippy guy, um, and we struggle against those. So possibly him in midfield if he's fit, but he's currently flagged at the moment, and I... Uh, I made a mistake with that last time. So that's the team currently, but all very similar. What's the theory around Gibbs White? <laughs> Raw passion. No. Yeah, <laughs> literally just, as I said, our bias is cloudy. Thing. Who are they even playing? Is it Brentford, isn't Brentford, it? Brentford, source vibes. I just, I was like, oh, there's Gibbs White. Oh, he's on set pieces. Give him a go. Like, there's literally, he's not the pick at all. But then again, if no one else has him and he does something, differentials, boys, that's the way to the money. But God, I uh, bet his missus was fuming about him being up to Arsenal. If anyone's seen a TikTok, all, um, all she does is get like abuse in the comments now from Forest fans. Does she? <laughs> all, all it is is like, how about you tell Morgan to put the ball in the fucking net? <laughs> oh no! Oh no! But it, but all all the TikToks are like, um, and you know what? I, I don't have a problem with it whatsoever. Um, you know, it's, it's their life. She does what she does. But it's about like they, me and Morgan have gone gone to London and we've gotten these nice hotel like, <laughs> and it, and, but it's like everything is very lavish and I mean I don't care like each to their own like you 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 paid a lot of money you enjoy mm. it but a lot of football fans just especially when you if you if the winning games are not arse but obviously it's Forest with Steve Cooper in charge and whatnot mm. they're not doing not doing too well one of them it's, one the of comments them, though, are just like how about you tell fucking Morgan to get out of the <laughs> get out of the octave and put the ball in there <laughs> <laughs> one of the one of the tiktoks to be fair that's why i've put him in that's, i've come up with a reason she did that thing where it was like um picky boyfriend challenge or whatever and it was like foods and it was like, oh would you eat this 
And you know what I'm like? He was so similar to me on the stuff he would and wouldn't eat. So I'll support him in that way as well. But yeah, there's one on, on a TikTok. <laughs> it was like, no sources. I was like, good lad. Well played. Oh, yeah, it's Stafford, Weird, yeah, Stafford, I know. Yeah, yeah <laughs> she gets a lot. She gets a lot of stick, bless her. But she does reply to some, which just adds fuel to the fire, doesn't it? But um, slightly off tangent, but an important point. She needs someone to talk to. She can drop me a DM. I sat next to her in Nando's. Either. Well, about two weeks ago. <laughs> what did you? What did you say? To anything to her? Well, uh, no, I didn't. I thought it'd be awkward on it because we were right. Oh, it wasn't even one where you're on different seats. We were literally on the same, like you know, when they have like a not a sofa. Whatever you call you it, a wagamama's or something. No, like as in, what do you even call it? Like a seat where it goes. Booth. So you've got like a chair one side, and then like mm, a, a cushiony yeah, bit the other side. You know what I mean? But it went all the way along, so it was like directly next to it. And then the next time I was in Nando's for Morgan Gibbs White and Phil Foden in Stafford Nando's. Phil Foden, one, and you didn't speak player. to him. No, they were walking out, so I was like, I didn't even oh, check. And I know one of the people then there, like Phil Foden, and uh, also Dwight Gale, who's just bought a house in Stafford. God, I'm just Stoke, isn't it? Random, but... yeah, 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 he's just bought a house yeah. near me. Go on, Stoke. Jord, um, would you like to talk us through your team? <laughs> uh, I haven't picked more games, boy. I'll tell you that for free. Oh. Uh, so I've gone with uh, Melier in goal. I've gone with some Wolves players. So oh, I've gone dear. with Semedo and my love child, Kinder Bueno. Uh, <laughs> and then I've got um, KDB Vice, Rodrigo Moreno. Which is a list as a midfielder. Sure. Oh, captain. And I've got me Brian and Buemo as well. Because I think he might play more centrally with Tony out of the equation. Oh, yeah. Mm. I like that. Yeah. Good player. Bueno, by the way, uh, our Bueno, we've not spoken about much. Another good performance by him last week. Yeah. yeah. Three in a yeah. row. Top performances. He's made them pay. Yeah. He must <laughs> We ain't no he must be thinking mm, when I'm going to get my chance, though. But. He's not been great, has he? He, he? Honestly, Bueno has looked our most complete fullback in the three games I've seen in the last two years. I know his last game was the Forest game where he was actually really, really good. Yeah, but that yeah. just shows that you know he was ill when he for the, was it the Palace game, and and Bueno mm. just kept his place. So fair play. You can't drop him if he's playing well, though. No, no, of course not. No, that just no. shows, isn't it? You know, if there's a place up for grabs, i.e. the striker position, you play well. He chose to have. There you go. It is. It is. So just a reminder of the bet, mate, Pot, Saturday 3pm kickoffs, £3 in for your chance to win the share of £600. Um, and with all of that, please gamble responsibly. Now, we don't have a section this week to, to really discuss things because I, I messaged the lads there and I said, what do you want to talk about? I feel like last week we spoke about in depth about the problems at the club. We've spoken about new managers and it doesn't appear that Wolves are making that much headway in um, recruiting a new manager. Rumours this week that Lopetegui going back in for Lopetegui again and or, or some Malmix saying it's already a done deal. But doesn't look like it's going to be any time soon, Dave, does it? Just It's all kind of hearsay wow. again. Um, so with that in mind, we thought we'd just go straight to the questions. So there have been some good questions this week. So thanks for those who did send in the questions on Twitter. We'll start with Graham and Finn. Um, cover your ears, mate, because you won't want to answer this one. Um, he's asked, has Raul decided to jump ship, Dave? He's gone. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I don't know, mate. It's, it's a really weird. I just can't get my head around it. Really can't get my head around it. And obviously, there's been zero communication from the club in regards to what's going on. Um, obviously, he's been in Mexico for the last number of weeks, completing his rehab over there. For what reason, I don't know. 
Wolves apparently keeping tabs on him or got medical people over there keeping tabs on him. Um, and then he was due to fly back to England last Friday, I think. Weirdly, the Mexican national team put like a, a tweet out about him training there, um, which they quickly deleted. Um, and then somebody in Mexico said basically he was coming back to Wolverhampton, Wolves just to check over, check him over, see how the thing's all right, and then let him go to Spain next week where the Me- Mexico national team are going to be. It's fucking weird. It's so just... if that if that happens, that is an absolute farce. Um, because he should be, if he's fit and okay, he should be with Wolves until after the Arsenal game. You know what's um, quite telling about all this though, and it almost confirms what we're fearing that. We're now getting report because we were said um, first it was a groin, then it was something chronic, then it was something else, then it was no um, no um, return date in, in in the near future. Now all of a sudden, it looks like he might be fit for the World Cup. I mean, if this is Wolves I'm... doing another favour, like Co- like Cody, oh, we let him go as a favour because of his loyalty to the, to the club, and so he's got a chance to play in the World Cup. If this is Wolves, because to be fair, it's probably going to be him and his last World Cup. If this is Wolves at the start of the season, him and his saying, look, I'm struggling a little bit. I just want to be fit for the World Cup. If this is Wolves saying, right, have a prolonged break, go do whatever you want to make sure you're fit. That's bullshit. I don't care. Obviously, well, it's nice to see loyalty in football, but when, as a club, you're struggling, you shouldn't be hand, doing handouts to players. Mate, last time, last time I checked in front of the Billy Wright, it said Wolverhampton Wonders not above the door, not fucking oh, UNICEF. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> not a red cross, not a big red cross under the. Uh, well, we're not a charity. We're in a relegation fight, and you could argue that he's been poor anyway. But George, it's 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 a weird one, isn't that tweet from the Mexico national team being swiftly deleted? Steve Davies coming out and says he's not actually spoke to him. It's all a bit mm. weird, and I know he's been posting about promotional material on his Instagram, but it doesn't really bother me. But the whole look just stinks. Yeah, stinks. I think that, that's the only way to say it. I think until we get any clarity on the situation from the club or Raul himself, it just it, it, it does stink. I mean, again, I've, I've quite vocally said how poor I think he's been for a while now and every, there's every reason for that. But we're not in a position to be doing favours for anyone, like Dave said there. Like He obviously seems to be doing some warm weather training. He's checked in at Compton, then he's going out to Girona. You know, you know, he'll play every minute of every game for Mexico in that World Cup, and then he'll come back, and then I don't know. It for me, it stinks. We need some clarity on it. I, I feel like everything that we've done for him as well, in terms of support through obviously the horrific injury, the rehabilitation, stuck by him. Obviously, again, that documentary came out. What was it? Nine months ago, maybe the Code Red score. Like it just surely like how. How we were with him at that point in terms of sticking by him and his family going for the rehab, like he should, he should be like literally, be- like not begging, but he should be like his desire should be. I want to help this club. I owe them. I owe them on it. I want to be on the pitch. They're struggling. What doesn't help him? What's never helped Raul with stuff is his social media stuff. And you've alluded to it there with the Morgan Gibbs White stuff. Like for me, players can do whatever they want to do outside of outside of football. Absolutely, they've got every given right to do that. But. Raul this weekend was tweeting about Club America. And there's no like, there's nothing to do with all. There's no like, not even like a, and again, it's all bullshit I've said about all this like, sanitized wallet. We don't, the bollocks, sorry. We don't, we don't need it. But the fact that he's commenting and like tweeting about another club, it was basically clamoring to sign him as best, you know, that's where he'll go after the World Cup. 
he'll he'll be gone January first. Sign for Club America. We'll get much money for him. I'll give him for away for free. Five million quid. I'll just think get. I'll just, I think we'll get rid of him. I do. I get, do. Him, get him off the wage because he's going to be on serious whack as well at Wolves. Yeah, if you don't want to be there, just ter- like you say, mutual termination, mutual agreement, free transfer. Get the hundred plus bags a week off the wage bill and see you later. If you're not for the fight, fuck off. Simple I think point. if if he comes if he comes back, doesn't play a game and plays every game for the world or plays for Mexico at the World Cup and then January goes, I think that most Wolves fans won't give a fuck what he's done for the club and right, I won't. I think you're a, a bit of a rat. For, he's for doing stuff like that. at the minute. Uh, I do, and again, we need clarity on the situation. Yeah, we need we need the facts. We're just making assumptions, but like for me, it was like the you know, like when Sasha Kaladzic um when he Steady on, mate. Watch what you're saying here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't feel like I've anyone like quoting me on fucking football accumulators again. But um, <laughs> um, my trailer thought like like he got he obviously started he felt a twinge in his groin on the warm up when he was benched for the first time in the season. It's just stuff like that. It's just like I'm not you know I just think the whole thing. Yeah, but then, but then the excuse was different when you asked two different people what mm. happened. Exactly. What was it? Uh, what did Bruno say? Chronic fatigue. Chronic fatigue, yeah, which is and then isn't the next time he's going on. Yeah, well, and now it's something know. else. Someone did Didn't someone say like something about your mental health, well-being as well? Like, is I saw something about that now, and it's like, well, he's had about six injuries in four weeks. He hasn't kicked the ball. Like, so what? What actually is going on? That that's what it is. Just mm-hmm. some clarity. It could genuinely. If he's be out injured. on the grass training with Mexico, though. Yeah, yeah, he's, yeah. He's he's not he's not not fit enough to be on the bench, is he? Surely. It's going to be telling come the Mexican squad and he's in his start. If he if he's starting for them, you know what's going to happen. He's not going to kick a ball for us. We'll go to the World Cup, and then and it, it, there's rumours already. Dave isn't there about Club America wanting to sign him. Yeah, I think that the people at the top there are trying to push to sign him. I don't know what will happen. I, I don't think I personally I don't think Wolves will let him go free. I think they'll demand a bit of money. I think he's worth a, a bit of money, but it will just be a little bit frustrating that we've been without a striker and been struggling for the last two months, and then he gets you know he, he's the first time on the team sheet for Mexico. That'll be what's frustrating. I think it'll be a kick in the bollocks for most fans who have mm. he he's what he's the one player who seems immune from criticism from a lot of people. And I know because he was so good in the injury, but he for me he's a and I'm looking at you, Finn. He he seems to be the one player who seems to be immune from that criticism. Do you not think? Yeah, and just with you guys talking there, like I was thinking, if the story if the brief story went right, he had four and a half years at Wolves. Especially maybe a year and a half, two years ago, when you had like his dad twerking for Man United and like all those sort of stuff like that. Yeah. If you just said, right, you get four and a half years out of him and he goes to Club America, that's the the perfect story for him to go back there. But it has clouded it. Um, and without the facts, you can't criticize yet. But it, it is strange with a lot of things. We're people again, footy accumulators, don't quote any of this again because we're speculating because no one knows the truth on on anything at the club at the moment and. As you say, when you've got different people saying different things, clearly there's no truth in it. So, yeah, maybe I'll wait for the facts on that one because it, w- it would take a lot. <laughs> well, even in the Mexican press, they ch- they were changing the story every other day in regards mm. to his well-being because a few weeks ago they were saying that he's going to miss the World Cup and then two days later the same outlets were saying, oh, yeah, it's good news. Like Jimenez looks like he's going to be ready and fit for the World Cup. So I genuinely don't think anybody other than the people close to Jimenez 
know what's going on. So mm, how convenient. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, in terms has he jump ship, we don't know. Um we're just making assumptions. Juicy Fruity <laughs> has asked, realistically, how many points do you feel we can grab before the World Cup break? Obviously, we're not counting points for the Leeds game. Wolves-Brighton, Wolves-Arsenal. Dave, how many points? One point and advance into the next round of the Carabao Cup. Hmm. Fucking hell. Aim low, avoid disappointment. Yeah. Finn? Two. Mm. Oh. And what, what, what are the results going to be? <laughs> um, no, actually, of Arsenal, they've only lost one, haven't they? Is it one to United and uh, uh, yeah, two? I'm backing us. Arsenal are bending us over, uh, Jord. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> they are. Trust me. <laughs> I think we. I think we need three. Personally, I think we need three. Do we get three? I'm not sure. I just think as well with. I think that. And it hasn't been there for some time now. Molyneux could be rocking for that Arsenal game. 7.45, before the World Cup break, under the lights, stuff happens. Like, I don't know what it is. I, I just really don't like Arsenal as a football club. Oh, I hate them. So I really hope we turn them over. Honestly, like, I hate them as much. It sounds bad. Albion first, but Arsenal close second. I just hate everything to do with them. The fans, every, I know you're a big friend with the drawings. Big, big Robbie, Matt, but they're all... <laughs> yeah, all but they're all Put my relationship with Uncle Robbie to one side, but I do tend to agree. <laughs> even most of his cronies are just... You're right, Finn? Yeah, yeah. Permission, Mr. Speaker, just to make one more um, like completely irrelevant thing. Do you think Wolves will still do all of the lights for that Arsenal game? With Probably Kanye? not. No. no. Why? See, this is... Because he's come out because because of their anti-Semitic. Yeah, well, Bournemouth, Bournemouth have... Um, like they came out to one of his songs and they've um they've cancelled it and basically I, I oh promised, really yeah because yeah, well, Jen wanted to see all the lights she's never seen it and I said oh you'll get to it the Arsenal game well that's something for the questions worried. then for the comments what song should replace it but yeah let's I, know thinking what you think song. I went oh do flashing lights and that's by Kanye as well so yeah. I don't know what they're gonna do <laughs> I'll um, I'll try and find out from a a source uh, our friend yeah if yeah. what will happen oh, thanks, well, mate, what was yeah. the one that answered until I die that he tried to introduce. Barbara's oh, that's yeah, for strings, wasn't it? Yeah, so, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. A lot of subtitles are just like our loud EDM music. Yeah. <laughs> EDM music intensifies. <laughs> <laughs> I think I need to bring the liquidator back. Oh my <laughs> says Steve 52 the from Bilston. Bilston. Big job for Bilston. <laughs> Honestly, if they brought the liquidator back then Molyneux would become a fortress. That's my theory. Because fans would be up for it. Fans would be in before kick-off. I just don't get what Just to banned. sing fuck off West Brom. Why is it banned there? The council and incites hatred. When we, score, when we score, they put us four on the big screen with that song. The Tom Hawk. <laughs> bring it back. I think they should bring back the liquid. Albion can still play it. Hello. Chelsea can still play it. If you want a quick win, Jeff, uh, to win the fans over, there you go, Jeff. There's your answer. Pay off the Richard, Richard, Richard Fletcher. Richard Fletcher has, Fletcher has asked if you put ten thousand pound on it right now, which is unlikely with Finn. Do you think Wolves will survive or go down and justify your reasons why, Finn? Put a pound on each. 
Yeah, put, yeah, five, nine, five nine, grand nine. on each. Yeah, nine. five grand on each. Um, <laughs> no, I, I'm, I think going down it'll be Forest, Southampton, Leeds. I think we'll just scrape it seventeenth or sixteenth, maybe. But yeah, I'm going to back us. But I wouldn't, I wouldn't be confident putting that much on. I wouldn't be confident putting a pound on. Really, yeah, really unsure. But I, I think yeah, there's three just about. And I know it's a bad excuse to say oh, there's worse teams than us, but. I think just about I'm I'm putting it on them three to hopefully get us out of this season. Dave, what about you, mate? Yeah, I'll I'll I'd back us to stay up as well. Ten grand. Um, make sure the managerial situation is sorted as soon soon as. A couple of new players in Jan will be sound. Bash. Jordan, I'll put it on us going down. Ah. Oh. <sighs> Boo. And I'll, tell, and I'll need to have the, the, my, my reasoning for that is I do think there's better teams than us. Uh, no, I do think we, I think we are better teams in the league. City are yeah. all right. Yeah, City are all right. Mate. Yeah, no, I think we are better <laughs> teams in the league. But I feel like we have all the recipes for a team that goes down. Can't put the ball in the back of the net. Injury crisis, managerial crisis, structural crisis. Like, there's just nothing. You know what I mean? When you actually like layer it out there's yeah. just so much wrong with the club where you just think yeah like it, literally we're a bit of a shit show on the yeah. pitch and off the pitch at the minute so if i had to put 10 grand on on it now i'd say yeah go down i would also put ten thousand pound on balls going down but my theory is that if walls stay up i'm happy no. <laughs> I win six, I win I win sixteen grand profit because at the minute they're eight to five. So that's my that's my reasoning. By the way, that's I don't know if you mean ten thousand pound like it's your own money because there's no way I'd be putting ten thousand. Yeah, that would that would be silly. We need to be remember be gamble aware. So please let me do that stuff like that. We um, are yeah, we are more likely to stay up. You'd yeah, you'd win fifteen grand back if we stay up or yeah. 16 if we as in like returns of 15 or so i'm looking we, at i'm looking on sky with yeah we're one five, two to one on grand. an extra five sorry yeah yeah to get yeah. 15 back yeah, yeah i'm thinking about that that scrilla um charlie has asked seen the likes of bueno campbell and hodge all succeed in breaking through into the first team is there anyone else you'll think will or would like to see specifically do the same you know what my knowledge on the under 21 now Freeze. Same thing, yeah. Yeah. Didn't they change ones. it? This it's season. Ones, yeah. It's ones, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah thanks, George. Sorry. Um, then, <laughs> <laughs> um isn't great, but Dave, I know you that's only weird, quite the follow the <laughs> follow the youth. Yeah. <laughs> um probably not the best position. I think, but... <laughs> I think the best the best players from that setup have already sort of broken and I think he's mentioned obviously Bueno Campbell Hodge. Harvey Griffiths, who's in the midfielder, tends to play next to Hodges and Bad. He, he gets on the score sheet, quite a well-built midfielder. Um, he might be sort of in and around the first team. Uh, other than that, I don't think any of them are... I'm not going to say not good enough, because I think we've seen how quickly the, those other ones have grown, but probably not quite ready as of yet. I know a lot of people mention Len Bikisa. He was in an FA mm. Cup squad, I think, earlier this season. Um, he's a decent player. Reminds me of a little bit... I think his play style is quite... Very quick, but probably sort of a little bit like Bubakar, a bit like Bambi on ice. Reminds me a lot of Iorfa when I watch him play sometimes as well. Just not quite got the... Um, it looks a bit awkward on the ball almost, but um, 
yeah, I think I think those players that have already broken. I think Harvey Griffiths is probably the next one out of the twenty ones. Nice, mm. nice. Um, but if we're, oh, sorry, on, Matt. No, if we if we if we do need a number ten to be able to move Nunes back, Connor Ronan, anyone? He scored a great goal tonight, by the way. Yeah, yeah, yeah he has scored a banger. Yeah, scored up. I'm surprised he's not had more minutes. Has he had any yeah, minutes? Hasn't had any. I don't think. Yeah, give him a go. I think Steve Davies so he's going to try and promote the youth for as long as he's in the job. I feel like it's probably mm. he feels he has to, um, which is fair enough as long as you keep us up. Um, Pav has asked if Lopetegui is not an option. Here are five potential names: Leonardo Jardim, Nuno, Abel Ferrer, Vitor Pereira, and Sean Dyche. <laughs> Who would? <laughs> Bit of a <laughs> yeah. Um, Jack Marry a voice. Yeah. <laughs> Um, who would you pick out of those five? I, I said to you, Dave, didn't I? Like, I think it was last week or the week before. Like, could they not go and get Abel Ferrer from uh, Palmeiras? Is it Palmeiras? Yeah, okay. Who's yeah. one of their most successful managers in their in their in their history? No, he's only been there two years, two or three years, but he's he's done excellent there. Who would you pick out of them? So Leonardo Le, Leonardo Jardim, <laughs> Nuno. Um, Abel Ferrer, Vitor Pereira, or Sean Dyche? <laughs> what a list. Um, I think you know what you're going to get with Nuno. Sean Dyche thinks too much of a risk. Uh, Vitor Pereira, I don't rate it massively. I'm just going off based off what you said, Abel Ferreira, maybe. Mm. I'm not, I'm not 100% sure. I don't know if you saw, by the way, during the week about Vitor Pereira. So he's at Corinthians, isn't he, right now? Yeah, yes. they're third. Yeah. Yeah. So his contract expires or is due to expire. But he's in a similar, similar-ish situation to Lopetegui where he's, he's, it's his wife's mom is ill in Portugal. Oh, Finn, get your mouth shut, mate. Yeah, so, so basically <laughs> he wants to move back to Europe, obviously, so he's closer. Because obviously getting from England to Portugal is a lot easier than getting from Brazil to mm. Portugal. And they're in the obviously they're asking him loads of questions. And in the press, a Brazilian journalist said, who runs the, your house, you or your wife? <laughs> 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 and the rest of the fucking press conference was just dead awkward, apparently. I was like, why the hell would you ask that? Like, <laughs> That's fucking... <laughs> yeah. Oh, my bad. God. So, yeah. Um, so, yeah, probably from what you said, probably Abel Ferreira. But I don't know a huge amount about him, if I'm honest. Yeah, he's won a, a lop of, uh, the Copa Libertadores twice, hasn't he? Has Yeah, and the Brazilian Cup winner. So he's mm-hmm. done absolute bits. It's the most successful period, I think, that I've had in recent times. Um, four, two, three, one, Merchant, now. Finn, out of those five, do you want me to re- remind you again, or do you know who you want? I've gone, don't worry. Yeah, Ferreira and Pereira hadn't heard of. Um, Dice, well, Dice on that list sounds, you know, that picture of that penguin where it's like he is on the other side of the world, he looks so <laughs> out of place on that list. Um, uh, Jardim was either geezer from France or did some stuff yeah. in France, don't know enough about him. And Nuno is the is uh king, so yeah, get Nuno in, obviously. I don't know enough about any of them. Well, I don't I know about Sean Dice, but no. Jordan, um, I don't know. I, I Jardim was manager of that uh Monaco team when he that were yeah. Yeah. and Coutinho was there with him and stuff like oh, yeah, yeah, Bernardo Silva and Bappe. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, Glick. Yeah, the, there was a few ones. Benjamin like, Mendy as well, but yeah. less said about him yeah. the better. Yeah. <laughs> I like watching that team. Um, it was a bit like fucking full throttle carnival football, and uh, 
Ed Hammers didn't yeah. they for a bit, I think, as well. Yeah. Yeah. He played so, Fabinho as a right back as well. And Fabinho. Yeah. yeah. Oh my not god. A, not a bad team he had <laughs> there, was it? But no, I just think um <laughs> yeah, out of that list, he I know enough about well, say I know more about him than others. Um Nuno, like I said many times, never go back to an X or anything daft like that. Deutsch, I'm starting to like I don't know whether I'm just like going a bit insane, but I'm starting to warm to it a little bit. I watched I like him. Football, and I'm like, you know what, maybe maybe the big dodgy can come in and sort them out. But yeah, dear. I don't know. I don't know. Like, yeah, I would go, you know, Jardim off that list for me. But we all know the situation and we all know that Lopetegui's plan A, B, C, D, Annie. Yeah, I mean, Sean Dodge should watch his space as well, didn't they? <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, I'm just that. Mm, that Monaco mm-hmm. team, by the way, they had Falcao as well, didn't they? Oh, right, man. Um, yeah, ben yeah. Yeah, so they had Mbappe, Ben Yedder, and no, they didn't have Ben Yedder at the time. time. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> they also had um, wow, uh, uh, as well, which yeah, Jibel Sidibe, you always, um, for fuck's sake, Sidibe, your man, get over absolutely crazy with that video. Um, but I mean, with that team, you'd probably think. You know, perhaps. I mean, they won League League Un as well, didn't they? So, you know, good team, but also maybe a very good manager. We on yeah. that list. Um, Shag Mary Kill, Dave. Oh, what is wrong with you? Man? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Oh, we're actually doing this. Yeah. Oh, right, okay. <laughs> I don't know why. I don't know why you. I don't know why you wave for. Oh, hey, Pablo Ferrari, he's all right. I don't want to say a kill, you know, this is a bit this is a bit match. I'm doing Shag Marry Avoid. Um I can't believe he's come to this. I, think Mar- oh, I don't know. I think Sean Dodge would ruin me. I'm, I'm scared. <laughs> <laughs> he's ginger stubble rubbing against your face. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let's move on to the next question. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say marry, but then I'd have to persistently have the have it. So. <laughs> it oh my god. <laughs> I think Sean Dice was rumour. That's gonna be on MSN News. Podcast like, I, really always, hope <laughs> I really hope he doesn't join us now. Because yeah. <laughs> you know people will clip it up and just put it yeah. the, under to the reply. <laughs> oh, Dave, please call the podcast that. What else have we got? Go <laughs> You know when MSN News like quote your tweet, quote your yeah. quotes now. Perhaps it'll just be like Dave has a party colon. Sean Dodge would ruin me. <laughs> yeah. When when quiz done, who would he shag marry avoid out of a short list of five? <laughs> as a party so award yeah. podcast host yeah. and BBC contributor. Yeah. Ex- Express concerns that <laughs> regular <laughs> intercourse with Sean Dodge could lead to many problems. <laughs> Oh, oh, a spokesperson at the, at the Deutsche household has called these claims slanderous. <laughs> oh, God, that's an image in my head that I'm trying to get rid of. Um, <laughs> what are you thinking about it? <laughs> I can't, I just can't, even, I can't speak. How are we, Dave? All right, <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, he's, he's, he's a good kisser. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> But perhaps you know he's known as as Brexit ball. But perhaps I reckon he's a, a quite romantic. I reckon there's a softer side to him. Yeah, whatever. Let's move on. <laughs> <laughs> um, the 
Ch- Chambershin one. Um, apologies if I'm not pronounced that right. Um, he said it might be worth us considering discussing future caps and captaincy options on the squad. Should hypothetically, of course, our current captain leave the club for any reason, for me, it would be Nathan Collins. Dave, yeah, Collins, yeah, Finn. Yeah, agreed. Yeah, I can't see any other real standout candidates. Yeah. I know what George's going to say. He thinks you should get it already. I don't need any convincing, yeah. I don't need the convincing on it, no. I think she'll be a... Well, Kilman's the vice-captain, isn't he? But yeah, Kilman's right. Kilman's, yeah. like, a good player and not discrediting that. He's more of a of a gentle leader, isn't he? I think Collins would mm. be, you know... Collins is about, you know... I know Kilman had the, the headband on on the weekend, but I think Collins will wear, have a few headbands for us over the years as well, so... Hmm. Give it, give it big knife. Mm, give it a big knife. Um, Jeffrey has asked if it's possible to Wolves can appeal costs for suspension and get it reduced. Um, we did discuss this earlier, but I would suggest I'd advise yeah. against um, appealing that suspension. Because a lot of things are possible. Yeah, doesn't mean you yeah, can do them. yeah, exactly. So <laughs> yeah, they can appeal it, um, but yeah, it won't get reduced because. Mm. It's a it's GBH. Um, Wayne, <laughs> Wayne McKee is, uh, is our final question. Do Wolves need to get in another striker and a centre back in the January window, Dave? Centre back, yeah, I think so. Um, <clears throat> just someone a bit more accomplished, uh, experienced striker as well. Yeah, I think so for sure. Fish out for sure. Uh, yeah, it depends on the ins and outs, doesn't it? Um, if you've got, yeah, Kalajic out for the season, Costi probably going to miss for another, what, nine games with red cards through the season and possibly no him and as we don't know, so I'd, yeah, I'd say so. You can't hope can as we well. Re- Sorry, we can we record? Anyone. We can't in January. You can record you Fabio. We can't record anyone. Not Fabio. You can record anyone. Fabio. I think we can for a fee. Yeah, you can. Yeah, well, you can't grow concrete. Concrete. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, you'd have to pay. I don't think we. Yeah, would, it's though. a fee. I don't think they will yeah. either. Mm. Um, that you would hope they would have somebody lined up ready because you've known for the last three months that you need a striker. Well, this is Wolverhampton Wanderers, so we'll wait till the thirty first of Jan. I've got a name for you. There we go, Leandro Campana. Bash. He's oh, Dave, I believe you have some news. <laughs> Yeah, he's signing for it to Miami. So, oh, from a playing alongside. Yeah, hmm. my sign shirt value has dropped. Might go up alongside yeah. Messi. Fosun, you've had blood on your hands. Yeah, I mean, he, he, was ever, he never played a, a minute for the Wolves first team. And how much did you pay on for a sign campaign shirt? Two hundred and fifty pounds. He went to a good. He went to a good cause. I don't care how good the cause was, mate. It's daylight robbery. No. Hmm. Never mind. Oh, didn't you? Didn't the missus at the time have a go at you about it? <laughs> she was. Yeah, she, that she could was have right. bought us a washing machine for the new house. It's all right because we're not in the house, and that was about three years ago. So happy days. <laughs> Let's hope she's forgot about it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> George, new striker, new centre half. Desperately new striker, centre half. It's a bit weird, isn't it? Like I know Totty's been injured and stuff, but all of a sudden the, the hierarchy of the club have decided they don't rate Mascara. Really, that's they don't trust him at least. Mm. So yeah, we, look, we need a centre half, we need a striker, we might need a new defensive midfielder as well if a, a Ruben leaves. Ruben, Ruben, maybe, maybe. That's it for this week, lads. Considering we haven't had a discussion point, that's one of our longer podcasts. It's always the case, isn't it? But I have, um, 
I, I very much enjoyed that. So just a couple of parish notices before we do end the podcast. So Dave and I will be hosting the local Legends event with Jolie and Lescott in association with Marstons and Carlin this Thursday uh, at the Hollybush in Penn, the recently renovated Hollybush pub in Penn. Uh, it's actually sold out. However, there may be a few tickets left on the door for walk-ins. Just keep an eye on our socials for that if you are interested um, or, or you are interested in coming and you haven't got a ticket, just drop us a message and we'll see what we can do. We can't promise anything, but there may be uh, there may be some left for some walk some walk-ins. So um, should be good. Hopefully, see some of you down there too. Also, the wolf sleepout. So we've actually had um, a flurry of donations in in the past week. So thanks so much to everyone who donated. Big thanks to the big man here, George Russell, who donated fifty pound. Nice. Really appreciate it, mate. And of course. Um, Finn, your workplace donated too, didn't they? Yeah, lovely tax write-off, I assume. No, but uh, no, yeah, but, uh, <laughs> uh, no, very, very generous. Yeah, and I, I need to chuck some in myself. Are we took, yeah, we will chuck some in ourselves. I'm not putting any in. Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, no, sorry, I haven't put any in. Not, I'm not putting any in. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. Um, uh, yeah, but a big, big fans as well to Andrew Hadfield who donated fifty dollars. Um, Hayden O'Connor, £10, Liam Martin, £10, Jeffrey, £5, Joey Paul, £10, Georgia Eden, £10, Liberty, I'd imagine that's your Mrs. Dave, yes, it is £10, and Richard Davis donated £10 too. And of course, big ads here, away. So, massive thanks to those who have donated. There's still time to donate. Uh, the, the sleep out is on Friday, the 18th of November. Um, we appreciate all the support we can get. We're, we're currently at 89% of target, so we've raised £268 um, and we're looking to raise £300. So if you have anything to spare, and of course I know times are tough, so we appreciate any any donations. It's an association, the Walls Foundation, the Good Shepherd, and you can do so by clicking the Just Giving link in the description. Um, and again, same with the Jolie and Lescott evening. We're looking forward to seeing some of you there. Um, so, yeah. Lads, been an absolute pleasure. Dave, where can people find you, should they wish? Yeah, at Dave as a party on Twitter and public Instagram. Hey. <laughs> Finn? Uh, Finn is F-I-N-E-R-R-Z, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube. Um, yeah, for any more tales of my Stafford Nando's or whatever, can we follow over there? George? Where can people find you? We're going to miss you, mate. It's going to feel a bit weird. Oh, yeah? Yeah, I was going to say, this is the, the, the last one before... Well, and we'll meet again. Don't know where, don't know. I think I'll find out whilst I'm on holiday if I've passed my probation via Dave and Matt anyway. So, you know, I might have to do a farewell tweet anyway. Yeah. No, so no, yeah. So, George was seven, Twitter, Instagram, and of course, the one that everyone's the most important, the business one, the LinkedIn. LinkedIn. Yeah, I've had a couple of more Wolves connections this week. Talking Wolves page is flying. It's never seen so much activity. So you can find me at mcooperwrites on Twitter and public Instagram. We've had a change of tact. We've gone public. We've gone public. I don't know how long for because I've got a few skeletons in the closet that I'm trying to keep away. Um, but I've gone public. Um, Matt Cooper Bites on Twitter and YouTube and, and, and TikTok. But most importantly... Matt Cooper on LinkedIn, or it might be Matthew actually, but you'll find me. Just type it in. We are talking walls across all socials YouTube, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and of course, LinkedIn. Um, if you've enjoyed the video, 
like it if you're new here subscribe please let us know in the description down below what song you would like to play at Marlon you Kanye West order the lights he's replaced <laughs> and until next time take care <laughs>